You are listening to another episode of the Third and East Podcast. Welcome to another edition of the Third and East Podcast. So we are in the thick of it. It's spooky season and it is college damn football. It is a beautiful time of year. Oh, it really is. It's very rivalry games and everything to war right now. I mean, I mean, we've you know, to me, late October and November are truly the best games of the entire year. Now we're getting to the early rivalry games before we get into major rivalry games in in November and everything. I mean, and now we can tell, especially in college, you know, in football overall, you can tell what teams are having successful seasons, what teams are sleepers, what teams are frauds. Absolutely, absolutely. It's the best time for college football. And now teams actually have some national championship expectations, and we're going to see who's going to fall off. The college football playoffs are not out yet. They sh- they will be out, I believe, if memory serves me right, they'll be out next week. They're if supposed to be. Yeah. If memory serves if memory serves me correct and everything. We're looking at the we're looking at the standings now. Georgia's leads tying up in the top ten. Obviously we're going to we're going to we're going to uh, talk about the rest of the teams right now, but we have to deal with the breaking news, obviously, with what's going on with Michigan football right now with the sign stealing scheme. Yeah, it was what was it? This person went to like eleven so they bought like 11 big 10 to 11 it was so if they thought it was just big 10 it wasn't it was to also future college it came out today it was also future college football uh, playoff teams as well so they did and TCU also just said TCU there's a report that TCU knew of um, Michigan signed stealing and he used dummy signals during that game. And they still beat Michigan anyway. Right. That would explain how <laughs> I mean, that would explain how DCU won that. Even though all, overall, Michigan played a terrible game. A terrible game. Michigan played, Michigan played a terrible game. It's, I mean, I think every team, and I think some, I think there's a I think there are teams that do this. Mission got caught because I Absolutely. think there are scouts out there that go. You know, there's Daneville and everything. To me, it's you know, you, you gotta really get close to the silence to really see it and everything. You gotta videotape it. I mean, it's you know, it takes a cheater to cheat because you still have to decode things. You know, decoding. You know, basically look at the army and what they did and everything. You, you still have to figure out. Their their signals, their mechanisms, and their plays. But is this the reason why Mission's been good for the last few years? The jury's still out on that. And the the real question is is how hard is the NCAA going to crack down on Mission for this? To me, I think they're going to give them a slap on the wrist. I think it'll be too. I mean, at the end of the day, it's hard to prove. Okay, yeah, they're definitely stealing signs. It's not against NCAA rules to send scouts to games to see how these teams play. A lot of these teams, if you watch the signs, and if you have anyone up in the booth who can catch on to it, they kind of figure out what teams are doing. 
I think it's more difficult than people realize to steal signs in NCAA. But what's the difference between stealing signs and recognizing formations and being like, okay, they're going to do this. We know most likely Every, they're going to do this. Everybody watches game film. I mean, why? I'm sure there's some staffer or some booster that can take a cell phone camera and look at the opposing team's sideline for some aspect and everything and do the same damn thing. If not, you know, with, te- with the growth in technology, it's easier to do it. Yeah, it, it, so I'm, I'm wondering, like, what's the difference here? What's it, and, and where does it where does it become sign stealing and where where's the line? Where does it start to blur between scouting and stealing signs? I mean, I think Michigan got caught red-handed with this and everything. I mean, there's there's still no NCA violation. What I think is going to happen is I think Michigan's going to lose some scholarships by the end of this. I think they will. Hmm. The real question, but I don't think there's any postseason ban or anything. It's just too they're too valuable of a program. I'm just going to be honest. Yeah, there's there's no way. There's no way they would be able to do that. I have a little bit of questions about Jim Harbaugh now, too. And I'll be honest. Well, well, is it Jim Harbaugh? No, okay. It's Jim. Yeah, it's Jim. Yeah, it's Jim. This is now his second infraction with the NCAA. You know, because he wasn't spent a was – was it NCAA opposed or was it self-imposed violation now? Um, you know, it was – you know, he took one this year for four games. Now there's another standard that comes out for Michigan. That's the second red flag for the NCAA. That's where they might come down a little bit hard on them. Yeah, and in the era of basically professional college sports, they're already kind of keeping teams under a microscope and trying to be like, okay, well, who can we make an example of? It's like when it's like when steroids became a thing in baseball. Like, yeah, the the game was quote unquote better. But we can't just let people go run wild with it, and that's the same thing with NIL right now. You know, they're they're looking at all like buying a burger for a recruit. That's a little that, that's a little much. I think that was that's a little bit of a silly suspension that he got there. And then this whole sign stealing thing—they can't be the only ones. They cannot be the only ones. What, what about and what about I, Deion Sanders? I'm, He's going and poaching players from other schools. This of NIL money, but that's why. Yeah, when's when's how's that? How's that not against the, the rules? The Supreme Court and the government ruled it this, that, and the other thing, and that's what Dion's taking full advantage for it, and that's what good for him. Good for him. He's not violating. Dion is not violating any rules. That's true. You can hate on you can hate on Prime as much as you want. What he's doing is every grounds okay that we know of right now. And to and for what Colorado has done in one year is truly amazing. But for but for Mission to have all this, the thing that separates you know Mission has put out the talent, especially on defense in the NFL too in the last few years. But their results in college football haven't produced a championship yet. Right, Mission is Dame first place votes. I'm curious to know when the NCAA found out about this. I think they knew for a while. They just cracked out at the most opportune time. Yeah, because that's just what they do. And I think, I, I think, I think other teams do do it. They're going to tone down on this quite a bit now, obviously. But this is definitely. The, I mean, it's 
it's dominating the headlines. They're, they're going to be imbued. The is going to interview their staff. I mean, I don't know how much is going to come out of it. I mean, the state of Michigan right now in terms of college football is a shit show for the violations uh, and, the, uh, and, the, and the, uh, the crises that are going on with that state right now. I mean, right. Michigan State's even worse. Oh, my God, dude. That whole thing was nuts. That is brutal. It's like on one hand, it's like, oh, like it was already a bad situation. You're like, man, that's that's terrible. I mean, and it's like, hey, this is a bad situation too. <laughs> like in three or four years, they've gone from Mike Danto- D'Antonio, who is at the same like as clean as you get in college football to this. I mean, not only they they can't put a product on the field, but you have a you have a freaking Coach, sexually assaulting and then like freaking masturbating public or whatever the fuck it is. It's brutal. I mean, you can't make this shit up. His first red flag was when he kept whenever the the school gave him he called it a bonus for himself. It was like an extra eight hundred grand and they were like, Okay, you can keep it all or disperse it evenly amongst your coaching staff and he said none of them deserved it. So it's like that's kind of a red flag. By the way, breaking news that just actually came in too: uh, Army will no longer be an independent; they are joining the American next year. I figured that was going to happen, especially I with think. with everything going on. If you're going to do anything with NIL, which I don't know if the service schools are going to, I don't know what their policy would be, but it helps to have an established like, hey, we're in this conference. It just kind of helped because they're not they're not a brand like Notre Dame that can run around and be an independent and live off their name. Yeah, one one top a uh, couple of topics before we get into um you know pre previewing this weekend I think one thing I want to talk about over the last few you know I think one is since we last talked your son and everything what has really stood out for you in college football? It's been a roller coaster. There, besides, oh, yeah, besides Georgia and I guess you could say Michigan, there's not that one team, even the ones that are still undefeated, which is not a lot, that look yeah, like you have you have your UT Longhorns just going to close the deal against OU, just their hair rival. I knew they were going to lose that game. Just knew they were going to lose that game. <laughs> then you have Caleb Williams, who is not living his. You know, I think he's staying. He's looking too far ahead to the NFL. He is looked not very good in the last back-to-back games now. No, I agree. I agree. It's there's some red flags going up with him mm-hmm. about ownership stake in the NFL and everything. He has not played very well. And keep in mind, the Pac-12's defenses are not very good, despite the team who he just played in Utah, who I think is a top five defense in the in all college football. They are excellent. And Taylor Williams only has thrown one touchdown pass in the last two weeks, which just says something for a Big 12 offense. Yeah, and especially a guy who coming into this these last two games has had so much hype. The NFL ownership stake saying that he would rather stay another year and just wait for someone else to draft him. He's getting a little big for his britches, and this is how many times now that he's written out the F word on his fingernails towards Utah. Yeah. And this is the third or fourth time they've beaten him. It's like, dude, you can do that whenever you start winning. Because right now they own you. 
Yes, they sure do. His head's just not where it needs to be. And he's not showing, in all honesty, he's not showing very good leadership qualities. I, I, I don't see it. Or Oregon absolutely choking a game against Washington, making one of the dumbest coaching decisions I've ever seen. Yes. Just going for just going for a defender territory and basically giving Washington the game. And now Washington has full control of the Pac-12 right now. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, last week, um, last week was a really just a fun week and everything. Your UT Longhorns beat your alma mater, but it was a damn close game and everything. You have Tennessee blowing a fourteen nothing lead to Alabama, and then of course Penn State just not being offensively gifted at all to Ohio State. If Ohio State didn't have Marvin Harrison, they just they would suck. Yeah. I would have to agree. Marvin Harrison Jr. right now, in my opinion, is the highest been trophy candidate um, leader right now. Because there's no dominant player in college football right now. It's Marvin Harrison Jr. He is clearly the best player in the draft. Yeah, after, after seeing Caleb Williams crap the bed these last two weeks, I would have to agree with you. I mean, you both also called it last week. Yeah, I was disappointed in Penn State, but their offensive line does suck. Drew Aller will, in my opinion, Drew Aller will compete for a Heisman in the next few years. He's still too young. And also Ohio State's defense won in that game. It wasn't their offense. If they, if anyone says that free – and if everyone says Tyler McCord is the Heisman – is the should be a Heisman – is the Heisman leader, they are out of their damn minds. It's Marvin Harrison Jr., He's the best player in the country. Yeah, I think it would be odd to see a receiver go first overall. And I think it's still going to be Caleb Williams. I don't think he's not going to get the NFL ownership. It's not going to happen. It will not happen. I mean, he didn't have the ownership if he goes to Green Bay. That's all I'm going to say. L O L. I don't, I don't, I don't want him to do it. Just, no, I, I wouldn't want to. I, I'm starting to. The more I watch him, it, it's the same thing with uh, Quinn Ewers. The more you get film on him, the more you kind of see, man. There's there's some red flags there that like you just don't like. You there's, and I mean, no quarterback's free of criticism, but you look on the sidelines like, man, you're yelling at people after you overthrew them or held on to the ball too long. You're yelling at your offensive line. You're yelling at your different coaches. This isn't how this isn't how it's supposed to be. Let's not forget his head coach is a guy who churns out NFL quarterbacks. Mm-hmm. Lincoln Riley churns these guys out. Is it really Caleb Williams that's doing all this? I don't think so. It's just, yeah, and it's also and it's also the conference again. Yeah, and what did he where where did he come from? The Big Twelve. It's like you've been in two conferences on two teams with these wide open offenses where you are the center of attention. Great offensive line, by the way, in both places. Let's be real. Let's be very, very brutally honest. And also, look at his schedule. Week. It's been week. week. And USC hasn't performed this year very well. No, I don't think. I think with their defense to being expect, as bad as it is. Two expectations they haven't played very well. Right. So we have 
I mean, their defense is ass. Their defense is complete ass. Yeah, they, they have a good pass rush, but everything else is unusable, in my opinion. I'm trying to pull up their schedule and see who so, they so, played. Nobody. Jack shit. USC, and they've lost two in a row. Remember, they've lost two in a row. They start Nevada, they killed. They killed, I mean, they, they killed San Jose State. They killed Nevada. They killed Stanford. Big whooping do. They beat Arizona State by 14, and they beat Colorado by 7. They almost blew that game. They almost blew that game. Yeah. They barely beat Arizona. Mm-hmm. They lost, They got destroyed at Notre Dame, and they lost to Utah at home. Well, the last four or five games, they have not played that well. Yeah, well, compared to expectations. At the at the San Jose State game, San Jose gave them problems. Yeah, they did early on. Yes, they did. And go back to early, early, earlier this year, like January second of this year. Did they lose two in January, Patrick? Was it Utah? It was Tulane. Oh yeah, it was Tulane. It was Tulane, the Tulane Green Wave. Which Caleb Williams oh, yeah. also oh, no. didn't it's handle very well. It's a bowl game. So. It's a bowl game, but it was his attitude that went with it. He was like, none of us wanted to be there. It's like, okay, so you've shown me so, this isn't that important to you. So one thing I want to discuss on the show now, we're going to go with our hot seat seats. We're going to go with our hot seat questions here and everything. We're going to ask you tougher a couple of quick Rapid fire questions here on college football and call some answers. Swoan, who do you think outside of the undefeated un, of the undefeated teams that are non Power Five? Who is the best undefeated team that's non Power Five? Is it going to be Air Force, James Madison, or Liberty? Ooh. My heart says Air Force because I love the triple option. Um, my head is telling me Liberty. I think they play in a tougher conference as opposed to the Sun Belt uh, compared to James Madison. I think Liberty is the best um, undefeated team outside of Power Five conferences. But I will say this: Air Force is my favorite out of those three Air teams. Force. Or Air Force, they absolutely run the football. I like James Madison. I think they. I think they are very. They are very well coached. Very special team. Yeah, all three are good. Turn. All three, all three are good. That, that's a toss-up. To Your turn to ask me. Rapid fire here. Okay, is Oregon still a playoff contender? Yes, they are. You know, they're number they're number eight right now. They still can get into the college football. They still, you know, they have a big game, huge football game this weekend at Utah, hostile environment. They also do play USC and Oregon State. Those are three top. Quality, if they run the table, they will be in the college football playoff, in my opinion, because the Pac-12 is that strong, as well as winning the Pac-12. Most overrated team in college football right now, Sloan. Colorado. I mean, it's Colorado. They're not ranked anymore. They're not ranked anymore, but I'm sick and tired of hearing the media talk about them. So tired of it. Most, in my opinion, the most overrated team, in my opinion, this year, I would have to say is going. I am not impressed with Ole Miss. Yeah, number twelve. Number twelve is a little I, much for them. I I think Ole Miss and Alabama are both way, 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 way overrated this year. The be- and and so the most underappreciated team in the top twenty-five is 
Utah. Oh, 100%. And me and you, I know me and you absolutely worship Utah. I think I, they're, they're a top 10 team. They are a top 10 team. I think so too. I think so too. With they they the, play a good especially game. With, the, with the injuries that they've had, they would, they would be in a top 10. Is Utah a college football playoff team? They need luck. If they beat or if they just if they really beat Oregon, it's, they look. They have Oregon. They have Oregon. They also have at Washington. They have the inside track to get to the college to get to the Pac-12 championship. Yeah, you have to they win some, one or they both need some those help. games. They yeah. need some help. Yeah, but they have they have the opportunity. Mm. Alrighty. So some so some. That, you know what time it is. It's time to pick every single college football game this week and everything. We're going to go with four games that already went, and we're going to test if they won or lost here. New Mexico State and Dense, Louisiana Tech, who won? I'm going to say New Mexico State or New Mexico A&M? New Mexico State. Ooh. You know, I'm going to go with La Tech. New Mexico State won 27-24, and... Aww. Liberty against Western Kentucky. I already spoiled it. Liberty's undefeated. Yeah, it's Liberty. Florida State against Florida Interna- Jacksonville State against Florida International. Uh, it should be Jacksonville State. Jacksonville State smoked them 41-16. Utah, UTEP against Sam Houston State. You know, UT- um, Sam Houston State, just they can't get a game at home. They've been struggling all year with injuries and all these guys that are redshirted. That's not a desirable place to go for NIL. Huntsville, Texas is a dump. I think they're a lot better than what their record indicates, but I'm going to go and say UTEP, the scrappy miners, pulled one out. UTEP won by three points. Yeah, I mean, Game that's, Sam, that's right. Sam Houston's thing this year. They keep losing these really close games. Georgia State and Georgia Southern are playing right now here. Um, I would have gone with Georgia Southern. They're a good football team. I think Georgia's, I would have gone with Georgia State. I think Georgia State's having a pretty solid year this year. Right now it's seventeen seven, um, but that's just before the first four here. Syracuse and Virginia Tech are underway. I w- I would have picked Virginia Tech plus Syracuse. I would have picked Virginia Tech, yes. Florida Atlantic and the Owls against the Charlotte Monitors. Give me give me Charlotte here. I like Charlotte. I don't know what it is about them, but I like Charlotte. Indiana against Penn State. Penn State wins big bounce back week. Oh, Penn State's going to bully them. They're mad about last week. They're going to destroy Indiana. East Carolina, the East Carolina Pirates go into UTSA and San Antonio take on the Roadrunners. Give me UTSA big in their homecoming. I'm going to take UTSA. East Carolina's not good. Tulsa against SMU. Give me SMU big here. Pony up. Minutemen going into Army, which should be a gorgeous day at West Point. Give me the Army. Go Army. You know, I hate to pick against Army, but I'm going to go with the Minutemen. UConn against Boston College, which uh, I'm going to go with Boston College, but give me UConn to cover. Uh, I agree. I think they cover, but they don't win. Oklahoma and Kansas going into going into Lawrence. Give me OU to win the game. They do not cover this game. Uh, Kansas is interesting. Uh, I don't think Oklahoma covers it. But I do still think they beat Kansas. Florida State going into Wake Forest. Give me Florida State. I'll take Florida State, unfortunately. Overrated. 
over overrated team in my opinion. Also, yeah, I was, it was between them and Colorado, but I had to pick Colorado. Houston against Kansas State. Kansas State, to my in my opinion, is too tough at home. Uh, Kansas State's tough at home, but Houston's finally found a rhythm. I'm gonna go with UH. Seventeen and a half point favorite. Bet the money line for you. So West Virginia and UCF. Give me UCF. I'm going go with West Virginia. UCF's bad. South Carolina, Dame Cots going uh, going into A&M. Give me A&M here. I'll take A&M. They're really good at home because, of course, it's Kyle Field. South Carolina plays pretender like they always do. Maryland and that's Northwestern. Northwestern's a joke. Give me Maryland. Uh, yeah, I think Northwestern's better this year than they were last year, but I think Maryland's a legit team of the Big Ten. Western Michigan against Eastern Michigan. Western Michigan is two and six, but they're in two and a half point favor over the four and four Eastern Michigan. Give me Eastern Michigan at home. Give me a give me a home dog. You know I'm gonna roll with the Chippewas because I think it's a better mascot. They, they aren't the Chippewas, by the way. Wait, you said this you is, said Central. Western against Eastern. Damn it! Oh, oh, the the Mustang or the Broncos, whatever they are. Those horses. That's Western. You said Western, right? Western against yes. Eastern? Western against Eastern. Oh, well, I guess I'll go with Eastern then. Western, who cares about Western Michigan? East side. Clemson against North Carolina State. Give me North Carolina State for the upset here. I'm picking NC State. I don't think Clemson is doing very well. I don't think Dabo Sweeney is on his um, – I don't think he's on his A game at all. Memphis against North Texas. Memphis is a seven-point favorite. Give me, give me Memphis in this game. They I, they find a win away in Denton. Yeah, I think it's an ugly game, but I think Memphis gets it done. They win ugly games. Georgia against Florida here um, in the uh, greatest cocktail party. Give me, give me Georgia. They do not cover in this game, though. Yeah, I think Florida will make it interesting, but give me Georgia. Florida's a better team than you think. Yeah. Mississippi State against Auburn. Give me Auburn here. I'll pick Mississippi State. Iowa State against Baylor in Waco. Give me Iowa State. I like them. I like Iowa State. Baylor, this is just not their year. Michigan State against Minnesota. Michigan State's a shithole. Give me uh, Minnesota. I like the Gophers for some reason. I have a soft spot for them, so I'm going to pick them. Duke against Louisville. Great basketball matchup. Surprising top 25 matchup for both of these squads. Give me Louisville at home. They're tough to be at home. Uh, I'm going to pick Duke. Oregon against Utah. Oregon's a six and a half point favorite. Give me the road dog every single time. I like Utah for the outright win here. I like Utah. BYU against Texas. Give me me Texas to win. BYU covers. BYU will definitely cover. They're a sneaky team. Uh, They always play tough. They always play UT tough. Virginia against Miami, Florida. I like what Miami, Florida is doing this year, despite your expectations for them. Give me Miami. Yeah, I'll have to pick Miami. Virginia's bad. Miami, Ohio against Ohio. Give me the Bobcats. Give me the Red Hawks. Bastards. Pitt Panthers going into Notre Dame to take down the Fighting Irish. Give me Notre Dame to win. They do not cover. Yeah. Like down game. I, I'll, I think it might be ugly, but I think Notre Dame wins pretty big here. So miss against Appalachian State. App State all the way. I'm going to go with App State. So miss is bad. USC going into Berkeley to take down the uh, te- the Cal Bears. Berkeley's too busy processing. Give me USC. 
Yeah, I'm going to have USC taking on the gender fluid. Yeah, I'm going to pick USC over the gender fluid uh, cow bears. Tulane against Rice. Sneaky matchup here for Tulane. Give me Tulane the win. I'm going with Rice. Rice is sneaky. Um, how do I put this? They just find a way. They'll win an ugly game, but you're never really away from them in these matchups, so I'm going to go with Rice. Raging Cajuns of Louisiana going into Southern Alabama. Southern Alabama is a 10.5 point favorite. Give me the Cajuns for a road upset here. I'm going to go with the Raging Cajuns. Arkansas State against UNLM Monroe. Give me Louisiana Monroe. I'm going to go with Arkansas State. Wyoming against Boise State uh, at the Blue Turf and everything. Boise State's too much for him. Wyoming's having a tough year on the road. Yeah, Wyoming's kind of disappointed me these last few weeks, but I'm still going to pick them. Marshall against Tulsa, Carolina. Coastal, baby. Coastal all the way. I'm going to go with Matthew McConaughey's second favorite team and pick Marshall. Tennessee against Kentucky. Always a classic matchup here and everything. Give me the Wildcats at home. Home dog. I like Kentucky. I'm going to go with them. Troy against Texas State. Battle of the Sun Belt. Give me uh, Troy here on the road. I'm going to go with Texas State. The Bobcats are a lot better than people are giving them national attention for. I think Washington they've been a pretty good improved Stan- team. Washington against Stanford. Give me Washington. I'm taking Washington big. Air Force against Colorado State. Give me Air Force. I will also take Air Force. Rival- sneaky rivalry game in that. Wisconsin against Ohio State in Wisconsin. In Madison, give me Ohio State. I think they win big here. Though. Yeah, I think they dominate Wisconsin. Wisconsin's just not there this year, so I'm going to go with Ohio State. Colorado against Colorado against UCLA. Give me UCLA big here. I'll take UCLA by at least 20. Bandy against Ole Miss to meet Ole Miss. I'll take Ole Miss. Old Dominion against James Madison. Good game here. I like James Madison, though. A sneaky game. I think Old Dominion covers, but I'll pick James Madison. Washington State Cougars against Arizona State. Arizona State's been playing tough at home, but give me Washington State to win. Yeah, the Sun Devils are sneaky, but I'm, I can't pick them in this one. Sneaky game we got here, Sloan. 17, North Carolina, UNC, coming off their loss, at Den- uh, and Georgia Tech here. I like Georgia Tech here at home. Give me the upset. I'll take Georgia Tech. I, I think I think UNC is kind of playing pretender at this point. Mac Brown is doing a pretty good job, but they're just not there this year. Cincinnati against Oak State. Give me uh, Oak State here. I got Oak State big. Cincinnati's disappointing this year. Then we also have we also have Oregon State going into Tucson to take down the Wildcats. I like Oregon State big in this game. You know they're on the road. I like Oregon State. I think they roll. New Mexico against Nevada. Give me Nevada. I'll take New Mexico. Nevada's garbage. UNLV against Fresno State. UNLV is having a surprising season. Fresno's just too much for him at home. Yeah, I, I like UNLV in this matchup, to be honest with you. Then we have midnight football zone here on the East Coast, theoretically. San Jose State against Hawaii. Give me San Jose State. I'll take San Jose State. Hawaii's just, there's just too much going on for them. 
you like this edition of Fernie's podcast, be sure to tune into our other shows and everything, as well as to tune into our uh, football content, NFL football content. Thank you so much.